0: The antibody test results are in. Mr. Reagan. All right, now if you want people to know about this news, I encourage you to share this video now because nobody is reporting this, at least not in any serious way. Okay, so this is news that broke a couple of days back, but I just saw it last night. This is something that I haven't really seen reported too much in the mainstream media, not even Fox News. And that's really strange because this is extremely important. Anyway, the headline reads, Antibody tests suggest that coronavirus infections vastly exceed official counts. And the subhead is, Study estimates more than 50-fold increase in coronavirus infections compared to official cases, but experts have raised concerns about reliability of antibody kits. It's actually more than 50-fold. It's, it's between 50 times and 82 times the number of cases. What this all means is that the fatality rate is way smaller than previous estimates. I reported about a small sample test from Lodi in Italy and another test in Denmark, and they're finding that everywhere that I've seen that there are way more infections than even the most conservative estimates predicted. And... What are we getting at here? Well, we're getting at the fact that this virus is not as deadly as the media-stoked hysteria would indicate, and it suggests that the quarantine may never have actually been necessary and maybe did no good at all. Now, that's not certain by any means, but this new data certainly gives us some reason to suspect that this may be true, and it may not be true everywhere. It may be... You know, quarantine in New York might have been a really good idea because perhaps coronavirus had not yet spread so thoroughly throughout that population, but perhaps it was useless in California where everybody had already caught it. All right, so I'm just going to read the article because it's really astonishing. But first, of course, I have to sell you something. If the coronavirus has turned your financial life upside down and you need help sorting out your choices to get back on track, you should talk to the team at Noble Gold. They've helped hundreds of families through this crisis and they can guide you back to safety and give you ideas about how to get there. When you need a financial friend, Noble Gold will be there. Contact them at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Or you can hit the link below in the description. All right, so here is the article. Widespread antibody testing in a California county that Santa Clara has revealed a much higher prevalence of coronavirus infection than official figures suggested. The findings also indicate that the virus is less deadly than current estimates of global case and death counts suggest. An analysis of the blood of some 3,300 people living in Santa Clara County in early April found that one in every 66 people had been infected with SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2, by the way, you may not have heard that classification before. That the designation used by scientists for the viral strain. It means severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2. We hear COVID-19 and I think people assume that's the scientific designation. I certainly did think that. Uh, But that's apparently the disease caused by the virus. And that term means coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19. All right, so On the basis of that finding, the researchers estimate that between 48,000 and 82,000 of the Santa Clara County's roughly 2 million inhabitants were infected with the virus at that time. Numbers that contrast sharply with the official case count of some 1,000 people reported in April. The official count was 1,000 people, and they found that it was probably something between 48,000 and 82,000 people. Something between 48 times and 82 times What they thought. News of the Santa Clara analysis follows preliminary results from a similar study in Germany released on 9 April that estimate that the town's overall infection rate was 15%. The fact that both studies detected much higher rates of infection than official figures suggest is not surprising, says Peter Collignan, a physician and microbiologist at Australian National University in Canberra. The virus had been spreading in the United States and parts of Europe for at least a month before it was detected as spreading in the community. And that's very important for people to understand. Th- that's partially why, you know, I'm reporting about this stuff is because we may have had it much earlier than we thought. And if so, quarantine was something that we implemented too late, right? If if just about everybody has it or as many people are going to have it, have it. Quarantining does no good whatsoever. Obviously, hindsight is 2020, So, I mean, I'm not throwing blame around. I'll get to that at the end of this. But yeah, quarantine may have been totally pointless. The article goes on. How deadly is SARS-CoV-2? Serosurveys can also provide a better estimate of how deadly a virus is using a measure known as the infection fatality rate IFR. If a disease turns out to be less deadly than previously estimated, this could reframe discussions around the measures being introduced to contain it and economic social impact, says Niraj Sood, a health economist at USC. We are trying to prevent the spread of the disease, but at the same time we have rising unemployment in the US because of these preventative measures, so there's a trade-off here, he says. Exactly. Thank you. Niraj, I am sorry that I'm probably butchering your name, but this guy is absolutely on the money. And usually, you know, these academic researchers are like total leftists and they don't really know anything about politics, but this guy, this guy is taking a balanced and and reasoned position here. And I, and I absolutely love that. This guy is on the money. The article goes on. The Santa Clara team estimated that an IFR, an infection fatality rate, for the county of 0.1 to 0.2%, which would equate to about 100 deaths in 48,000 to 82,000 infections. 0.1 to 0.2%. That is, I think, just about identical to the flu, which is what a lot of people were saying at the very, very beginning of the pandemic and it was totally dismissed. You know, I don't know why it was dismissed in the media. I think they wanted to stoke hysteria, but that's what happened. Now, this article also says that some scientists are skeptical of these results, but I didn't read those parts. I cut them out of my reading of this article because I felt like one it was editorializing and two antibody tests all over the world are confirming this data they're confirming that the fatality rates are much much lower than estimated and that this is much more like the flu and that by the way is with the flu vaccine and so without the flu vaccine the seasonal flu would actually be less deadly would be a less deadly disease than COVID-19. In order to determine the severity of any global pandemic, we need to do know two primary statistics. We need to know the total death count, which is what the media seems to be totally focused on. We also need to know the fatality rate of those who are infected, how many actually die. And for that number, we need to know the actual number of infected people in any given region. Only then can we compare the number of deaths. And in the case of coronavirus, we knew the number of deaths immediately, but we had no clue as to how many people were infected because this illness is so very strange. Many people exhibit zero symptoms. So what do I think? I think that the quarantine was probably unnecessary in most places. Certainly old people needed to quarantine. We knew that early on. And people with respiratory illnesses and issues, we knew that they needed to be quarantined early on. And it's possible that places like New York, where the virus really hit hard, perhaps they should have quarantined. Canceling huge gatherings like Mardi Gras, that was probably a good idea. You know, we see the the effect of that now in New Orleans. But for people in most places, quarantine I don't think was really necessary. Certainly, the authoritarian measures being taken in places like Michigan are total overreactions. And that's why you see these protests of all these people there. The tactics of some of these governors and mayors like Gretchen Whitmer, their tactics to combat the spread of the virus, they're actually triggering protests that have possibly exacerbated the spread of the virus. So, good job, Gretchen Whitmer. You know, they should call her a Gretchen Whitless. Has anybody come up with that yet? Gretchen Whitless? I'm sure that's already a thing. I mean, she's stopping people traveling to their vacation houses. People's vacation homes are usually like in the middle of the woods or on a lake or on the beach. My family has a beach house in the woods in Oregon. It's on a cliff overlooking the Pacific Ocean. It is way more isolating than my apartment in downtown LA. In fact, now that I mention it, I kind of want to go. So, I might be shooting from there soon, folks. (laughs) But also, Gretchen Whitless has banned a lot of strange things like buying house paint. Like, oh, don't let anybody do home improvement while they're stuck at home. Why? Just why? So obviously, there are a lot of reasons why people want to protest this stuff. And if this new research that we just looked at, if this stuff is true outside of California then there was no reason to quarantine at all. And in this case, the government overreach is even more egregious. However, witless Gretchen and other authoritarian dictators aside, you know, I don't really blame Gavin Newsom or Donald Trump or Andrew Cuomo for their quarantine measures. Although these may prove in time to have been unnecessary, I do think that they were doing what they thought was right. They, They just didn't have all the information, and they were doing the best job that they could. Witless Gretchen, Tucker Carlson proposed the idea that perhaps she's trying to act tough in order to seem strong. And perhaps this is in a bid to land the vice president spot on Joe Biden's ticket. And I actually think that's right. But wow, did that backfire? I mean, one thing I love about the Michigan situation is that clearly Americans will not tolerate authoritarian rule. Conservatives throughout Michigan, I salute you. You are making conservatives all over the country proud. All right. Well, this is a pretty short one. I plan to do some other short videos, some with ads, some without. These are going to be called Mr. Reagan Shorts. And I expect that they won't get as many views as my longer videos, but the reason i decided to do this is because I want people to share my videos more often, especially with Democrats, and shorter videos are just more shareable. Some of these videos will be recut from longer videos, so I'm going to be doubling up a little bit, but I'll label them as such so that people aren't suffering through my videos twice. Thanks, and remember to share this video now. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant, it's just they know so much that isn't so good night together with god's help we can and will resolve the problems which now confront us and after all why shouldn't we believe that we are americans god bless you and thank you